Out From Work Podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 124 of the show today. This is where we get to work, making work a passion, living creative full-time, interviewing artists, entrepreneurs, musicians, creatives, doing the things that they want to do instead of what sometimes we feel like we have to do. So today on the show, I've got someone I've already like started chatting with a little bit before the show and I'm, I'm like pre-fired up, even though I'm usually kind of energetic anyway, but uh, pre-fired up. I took my pre-workout for being fired up and I'm hanging out with uh, Ricardo Zulueta, right? Got it. That's right. Yeah, you got it perfectly, Boom. man. <laughs> All right, let's go. Ricardo yeah, Zulueta, hell yeah. who is the founder, you can check out his hat of Fukit Clothing. Yes. Fukit yes. Clothing, the coolest fucking name for <laughs> clothing. We can totally get into this, right? We can swear yeah. on the show so we can be sweet. We can, we can talk about the meaning of Fukit Clothing, which is so way we're more. Getting, we're, way we're getting more real. Yeah, for real. Sounds good. Sounds and good. And also the founder of uh, what was the, it's paid exposure, but we should talk a little bit later. Co founder. Yeah. But yep. Yep. That's yep. interesting to me too. A lot of and things. The, and the nonprofit, the start day one. Okay. Start day one. Yep. Awesome. Which came from, we'll get into this, but came from the start the of the brand of the clothing. Yeah. Yeah. First. Yeah. All right, man. We've got stuff to talk about here. Do you yeah. want to just like people who are not aware yeah. of like, Fukit clothing? We've got a really cool Jersey boy in front of us right here. Like, what do you, <laughs> what's this brand about, man? What's sure. a nonprofit? What is uh, the paid exposure? What, what, what is this world for people that haven't seen some of these brands or you yet? Ricardo sure. and, and kind of how did this stuff happen? Yeah. So basically <clears throat> I'm a serial entrepreneur. Everything started off uh, from my apparel company and this is the way we explain it. So, you know, a lot of people know to live life to the fullest, right? Who, who the fuck doesn't? Everyone knows that. Here's the problem. It's actually impossible. It's human nature to take life for granted. That's why we complain on Mondays, traffic, weather, stuff like that. So what you really need are reminders, right? Um, reminders are like the best and worst one is someone passing away, right? Somebody gets cancer, gets into an accident. All of a sudden, you appreciate life more. Yeah. No one tells you to do that. You got reminded to because you already know the concept. Everyone knows, dude, don't waste your time. Live, you know, life is short. All that's, I can keep Carpe on going. Dude, you're just going to go, I know, I Yolo. know. Yeah, exactly. All day. So, we figured, why not have something that reminds you more often? So every time you wear the brand, every time you see it, it just tells you to stop complaining and live life more. What I've learned is that uh, when you do something inspirational like that or motivational, it tends to go into mental health. So we took it a step further, right? We went to uh, suicide prevention. So I actually lost my brother to suicide. And one of the biggest things that I've learned from that experience is that whenever anybody, including myself, when we get sad or depressed, it's not because of our situation. It's actually our perspective. So that is the reason why rock stars are committing suicide while the homeless are trying to stay alive. So mm. that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, right? 
And what's really off is really their perspective. And we can get deeper into this later on. So if it's the perspective, because the reason perspective is so important is because everything's based off a decision, right? So the perspective is what we need to change. So how do I do that with the brand? Even though it's pronounced fukit, it actually persuades you to say fuck it more without being offensive about it, right? Right. Right? But why do I want that? Because everyone that's watching, and including myself, we're all exposed to these motivational, inspirational messages every day. Instagram quotes, Facebook video, Nike, just do it commercials. I mean, this is every day. Even your mom's telling you, you'll be all right, you know? Yeah. So if that's the case, then why isn't it working? Because all of that is actually meaningless. They're useless. Unless you actually make a decision about something. Unless you make a decision, not a fucking thing happens. But once you do, everything follows automatically. A lot of people don't understand what I mean by that. But what I'm saying is that people think you have to decide after you get the solutions. But it's actually, that's not how it works. You find the solutions because you made the decision. I'm sure Dave didn't research everything about podcasting before he started a podcast. No, what he, what you he know said. that when you listen to the first episode, <laughs> yeah, you will know very exactly. quickly. <laughs> what happened was he said, I need to start a podcast. And then all of a sudden he said, shit, I'm going to need a mic. Damn, I'm going to need a microphone. Man, I got to use StreamYard. And it keeps going, 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 only because he, start, he made a decision. So anyway, what does that have to do with the brand? People don't realize this, that the decision is really the main, the main, uh, the most important thing, right? Yeah. And people don't know. Did you know that the phrase, fuck it, is actually something we say only until after we've already made a decision? Wow. Okay. The reason you say it is because you're confirming to yourself, you never say fuck it for someone ever. You don't go fuck it. What are you talking about? It's because you're confirming to yourself that you're actually going to follow through and commit to the decision you just made. You never never thought about that. I've never thought about that. I didn't think about it for years. Oh my God. Like, 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 let's, let's say an example like that. You made, you made me just think of this like really quickly. Like recently on the podcast, I, I was talking about the way that we have like an animalistic side that has natural hesitation to protect us Mm -hmm. and that we have our mind bred in the time that we know what we have for resources that are not animalistic, choosing decisions against that. And it's a thing that happens all day long, this clash. But I was talking about an example when I jumped off of this, uh, it's just like a thing at like one of the mountains during the summertime here where they have like a two or three story thing. You jump off down into one of those like pads that they use for actors and stuff. Like it goes in, right? And your body like tells you a million times, like, you can't do this. You're going to die. But your mind eventually has to be like, you're doing it. Like you, you know that it's like, seems dangerous, but like, you're going to do it because you have confidence. That's one of those moments. Like, say you're like cliff jumping or something. I feel like you, you've made the decision. I'm jumping off this fucking cliff right here. It's crazy. And you're like, fuck it. Then you jump off the cliff because you made the decision, but you're like, now I'm taking the action, which is what you're talking about. Now I'm taking the action behind yeah. the decision. Fuck it. I'm doing exactly. it. Exactly. And that, that's what makes the, the phrase so powerful because when you're confirming to yourself that you're actually going to follow through and commit to the decision, that's a very powerful mindset. That is 100%. how you quit, quit the job you hate. That's how you go on vacation. That's how you start your own business until you decide not a fucking thing happens. But once you do, everything follows. Mm. And so that's very important. And that's why we provoke people to, or influence them to say it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Oh. Love it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It took me years to realize that. 
you know, we've always said, you know, our motto is to inspire people to live life without regret and accept challenges that are worth the risk. And basically that all came from analyzing why we said, fuck it. But that actually wasn't the case. It was actually the decision that actually made it. You should say it to live life without regret and accept challenges worth the risk. Because when you say it, it's very different. People think like, oh, it's like, just do it. Like Nike, right? I'm like, not at all. Not at no, all. No. Some people might not be able to tell the difference, but here's the difference. I'm going to tell Dave, yo, dude, start your own podcast, man. Just do it. Dude, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I can say that 50 million times and I still don't know if Dave's going to do it. But I know it takes one time. Dave goes, you know, fuck it. He's doing it. Yeah. He's and it happens it. literally then usually when people right. say and it. People not think, even well, delay at all. Fuck it. I'm going to go on vacation. They literally just go and press and they buy a plane ticket. And they're like, well, right. now I'm going on vacation. Now I got to figure out all the rest. And it's like that's the same right. thing without anything else. Just that's do right. it. Just do, just leave your job. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's I'm right. just going to leave my job. And then months, years, whatever. And then eventually right. that person's like, fuck it. I'm leaving. I'm, right. I'm out. And then the like, literally is, tomorrow something happens. It's yeah, happening. Because Action. just, right. Just do it is just a suggestion. I hope you do it. I hope you do it. I don't know if you will though. So it's just a suggestion. And the difference too is just do it is trying to tell you like, don't even think about the consequences. Mm. Fuck it is different. You know exactly what the consequences are, but are you willing to accept the challenge Mm. that's worth the risk? If it's not worth it, don't do it. Don't do it. If it's worth it, but you're scared shitless, but you know the freaking consequences, you're and you still go, Ah, fuck it, I'm going to do it. That means no regrets I'm then. I'm in. No I'm in. regrets. Yeah. You know? Right, exactly. That's like me playing poker with you, right? Like, yo, Dave, fuck it, I'm all in. I don't go like this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Like, and I just go like this. I'm like, whoo. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> but that's how it works. So that's a very, very different um, mindset. So tons of this that I love. Like, first thing, my tattoos, my tattoo sleeve that I'm building right here is yeah. a reminder that the clothing is for people out there for me. And it's for the exact same thing as a trigger. So yeah. like this sleeve is built off of like, you can see it's like flying machines and it's like from very basic and then it's going up to be like, oh, it's like biomechanical. Yeah. All sorts of creation, Edison bulb, you know, the first turntable, oh. all sorts of human creation. And it's based mm. off of initially like jumping off a tree with birds, but it's like this sleeve was created not for anyone. The yeah. sleeve was created so that when I'm getting up in the morning, when I'm putting on clothes, when I'm showering and stuff, and I see the sleeve, I have to remember to create that day. And I have to rem- remember to create and create with like, like the right wing brothers plane is on here. And that's yep. like literally the New York Times was writing about how such, such a ridiculous idea that flying would be. And the Wright brothers are the stupidest people, like this ridiculous, ridiculous idea of flying. So not only to create every day, but to create and do things regardless of how ridiculous people say it could be regardless. Right. And so this is a reminder, a trigger for me to do it in action. That's what your clothing is for people is I'm wearing this. Yeah. But I'm not wearing it like the, the Nike swoosh, just do it. And I look at it and I'm like, haha, just do it. I should just do this thing, but I'll see when that happens. It's like, I'm right. going to wear this so that I, I remind myself when that time comes yeah, right. and I have the decision directly in front of me, am I going to just say, fuck it or not? Like, what am I doing right. right now? And I love all of that. Like, I believe in triggers. I believe in habit stacking. I believe in this concept of a direct thing that sparks the action and action and figuring it out 
as long as you feel that it's the right way over sitting there and just over thinking every single little thing before you even have the experience to judge it in real life, right. or it's coming off of a context that are other people's opinions that have lived a different life, have different talents, and it's just not legit, man. But when you go in and you just take the action, just do it, yep. you just cliff dive or you just whatever, you figure it out really quickly. You might not know yep. exactly when you're cliff diving where you're going to land in the water or like how easy it's going to be or whatever. You figure it out though. You have to, you have to figure yeah. it out at that point. You've decided right. that. It's the only way. And like, that's what life is, right? So when I tell people it's impossible to live life to the fullest, I freaking mean it. And people don't understand what I mean. So this is what I mean. The struggles, the the heartaches, all that stuff is what actually creates a meaningful life. Mm. Um, here's my best. I, I don't, do you play video games at all? I used to play a ton more, but I do still play. Okay. And sports, things like that or anything? Yeah. I did yeah. wrestling. I did... Uh, oh, nice. I did Yeah, I did, I did wrestling and now I do like triathlon stuff. Okay. Let's talk about wrestling real quick. Like, does the level of difficulty increase or decrease as you go forward to the Olympics? Oh, definitely increase. Right. Then why do people do it? Why do people do it? Because right? it feels Even, so good that they and, still got through that. Right. And the video games too. Why? 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 If you can win a video game in one day, why don't you want that? Don't shouldn't you feel like a winner because you're the shit because you finished it in one day? Why do you? This why don't why you play don't, those games? Why I don't understand Animal Crossing or The Sims because I'm like I'm just living yeah. my life still right now, and I just need to. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, why am I doing this, man? Like, I just need to pick enough apples. Like, I don't know. I want it to be harder than that. I want it to be trickier. Right? Yeah, there's always a gold in everything that we do. For that one, it's mostly an escape, a way to relax without thinking about the real life situation, things like that. But right. the reason I bring up the sports thing is because, you know, most people don't basically put into their own life, right? That these challenges that you go through is actually what's making your life more meaningful. Another example, tell me one movie, you know, that you, that you know about where there is no struggle or challenge. Not a movie. I know. <laughs> it's like the hero's journey is like the only thing that we right. really want to pay attention to because it feels good and resolute at the end. Or right. Not necessarily even the end. Some of them are like still messed up, but like you still feel, you still feel something from that because of or either a relation to your own personal battles or seeing a resolution, right? Yeah, but no matter what, the resolution, that means there was a problem. <laughs> right. There right. was a struggle. There was a challenge. Every movie, or else it's not a movie if there's no conflict. It's totally. not a movie. It's just a documentary. And so why do we watch those then? Why don't we watch Richard or Richard movies? Why don't we get models and you know this one rich dude getting married? Like, why is that not awesome? Because there's no struggle, nothing. That's why you see people that are, you know, spoiled, not leading a good, great life because they're actually like miserable. That's like you playing a video game that is so easy to beat because you have infinite lives and you could just keep on going without any problem at all. Mm. You're invincible. So a crocodile, smack. Oh, this one, smack. And they just keep going. And final, done. Okay. I've literally great game, done great that. Game. I like, like, I, I know, uh, like old GTA, old Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It used to feel so good to like put the cheat code on so that like no cops come after you. Yeah. You just go out and just like murder everyone. But after a while, you're like, this is too easy, man. Right. Someone's, I've got to get in trouble at some point. This is just like ridiculous. And you get bored of it. You can do it for like at first. I bet you'd be the same way. Like if you just instantly got rich or you instantly have like some problem disappear, like at first, 
you're probably like, this is the best. I yeah. can literally do anything. It but happens like, all the time. It's not sustainable because it's just not the answer. Like more yeah. or less, it's just not the answer of, yeah. of why it is that we're here. Like the, That's right. the human mind is way too complex to allow that. That's we, right. We have so many things that we want to figure out and so many things that it's calculating that if you're just chilling out in this white room and it just has nothing to do, it's like, we're not made to do that. Yeah. And there, so the reason for, you know, people get, don't make it through, it actually stems down. So I actually analyze it and what we need to do. Hmm. So like I said, decision is what we, is the most important, right? So now we have to figure out what persuades your decisions, what influences your decisions. And from my research, from everything that I've learned, it always comes down to your perspective all the Mm. time, all the time, all the time. Look at Anthony Robbins and every motivational speaker and everyone that got of depression and changed their life. Nothing changed. They didn't get a magic pill. They didn't get, they didn't eat a book and, you know, all of a sudden they feel like Superman. Like the only thing that changed was their perspective. And that is it. That is it. That's where everything stems from. But now we have to figure out, okay, now that you have the perspective, how do you know what perspective? Hmm. You have to know what perspective is a threat or a benefit to your purpose. So let me explain a little bit more. Yes. When people say, hey, I feel a little bit lost. You know, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. My first question all the time was, where are you going? Hmm. Where are you going? If you don't know where the hell you're going, every turn is wrong. Everything you do is wrong. There's no way you're going to get it right because you have no idea where you're going. So you're in a car right now. This is what you're doing. You're in the middle of the highway and you said park and said, I'm lost. So you're just going to stand there. You're just going (laughs) to go, I'm lost. And that's exactly what they're doing mentally. Right. And so now I have asked people, what do you do when you get lost? What do you do? You look at your GPS, but for your GPS to tell you where the fuck you're going, they better have a destination, right? If there's no GPS, cause you run out of battery. You roll that window down like, hey, um, you know, do you know where this is? Uh, how do I get here? That's now you're looking for mentors, you know, someone to give you some kind of direction. Yeah, yeah. But you no can't matter like what, open up the window and just be like, hey, man, how do I get out of here? And they're like, where do you want to go? That's right. Do you want to so, go in town? Do you want to go outside? Like, I don't, I don't understand the question. Right. There's nothing. There's no question. Like people don't need to know how to help you because they're just like, I don't know. Dude, dude I don't the thing know. Is, it, where do you want to go? Right. right. It requires that decision, but because you, you don't know what to decide because you don't know, because the problem is this, because you don't know why you're going. Mm. So now we're going into purpose. When you know your purpose, that's how you know if your perspective is either going to be a threat or a benefit. What is your purpose? A lot of people know this, like, yeah, the why, you know, why I'm living, why I'm here, why I'm okay. Get it. So what's your purpose? The problem is no one's teaching how to create purpose. People think you have to find your purpose. You don't find purpose, man. Mm, It's like mm. finding a business. You don't find a business. You create it. Mm. Same thing with your purpose. You actually have to create your purpose. Who are you going to be? Who do you want to be? What are you trying to be? That's your destination. So you have to figure that out. So purpose is where it starts off from. So now let's talk about purpose. How do you develop purpose? Everyone knows like, oh. It's, it's to be this, to be that, whatever, but they're doing it wrong. There's two major characteristics that no one talks about, about purpose. Sure. Number one, it has to benefit someone else. It has to provide value to other people, not yourself. 
Mm. Number two, it must be a verb. Every mission statement for big companies, it's to verb, to blank, to empower, to help, to, uh, to, to educate, to something. But mm. it can't be about you. Once you have that purpose and it's not about you, you don't understand how much better one you're going to feel because the reason that so many people feel miserable is because you're so focused on you, dude. You're so focused on you. Where have I been and how am I doing and this comparing myself to others because you don't have a sense of purpose. Purpose mm. is about everyone else, not you. So right. for example, we have Dave here. His purpose could be with, and there's, by the way, there's not one purpose. There's a purpose of a father. There's a purpose in your business. There's a, fir- a purpose being an employee. What's your purpose for each one? You have to figure that stuff out. Yeah. But it can't be about you. It can't be about you. So for example, my, my clothing, right? It's to inspire and motivate people to live life without regret and accept challenges that are worth the risk. So that's what I try to do. I want to inspire people. I want to motivate people to say, fuck it a little more is the basic way, right? But it's not about me. And when I focus on that, I don't talk about where have I been, how much I've made. And it's like, dude, did I inspire people? Did I get to do that? Damn, how do I do that more? How can I do that more? You know what? Let me go on Dave's podcast and talk to people. So my mm-hmm. mission here is I'm hoping I change people's perspective. I hope I, ch- I help people because this is actually where the nonprofit came from. Because when I talk about the brand and talk about my philosophies and everything yeah. else, I get these emails, dude, that says, yo, thank you so much. You've really changed my mind, my mindset, things like that. But the best ones, they'll tell me, yeah, I was suicidal when I met you. Thanks for saving my life. Unbelievable, dude. Right. So I'm just like, whoa, that happened multiple times to the point my wife, is, you know, I'm just, I'm like this. I'm like, oh, babe, I got another one. You know, I'm showing her my phone. And she's there reading it and she's just crying. And I'm just like, that's cool, right? And she's like, you don't get it. <laughs> like, no one just gets these emails about getting their life saved. Like, and I'm just like, eh, I guess so. But I didn't think about it. I was so consumed with my purpose that I'm just like, I'm not going like, ooh, did I get another one? Let me write that down and tell everybody about it. I'm yeah. just kind of like, oh, awesome. Like, awesome. Sick. I mean, when, when I talk about this show, man, like... You know, like anything, like especially like we'll we'll get into your exposure brand, but like content creation, there's systems and things, there's like layers, there's like levels of like getting it so that it's like more workable in your life. But there are times where like I'm committed to the episodes coming out. Like I'm not fucking around. It's mm-hmm. coming out and creating the content. And there are some times where I'm like getting off a plane, like recording something on AirPods, walking, like I've gotten like three hours of sleep. There's yeah. some times when like I'm up. At 5 a.m. the next day, I'm up till whatever. Like, there's a lot of situations I've done to myself, but like, I regardless, the content can get tiring. So, there's been times doing the show where I'm like, I think I'm all set. Like, I think I need to stop doing the show. Like, and then some, like, you know, bad days for anything. Like, sometimes an episode has like no downloads, like, not, mm-hmm. not no, but like lower downloads. This is exactly what you're talking about. We create our own problems. You're like, dude, you fucking okay. have downloads. People are listening to your show. Stop being a dick. Right. Uh, it's the uh, same yeah. way, but it's all those problems. That's right. And that's and sometimes that's, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm out, but I've also gotten some of those things where someone's like, like one person, one person, just one says like, dude, today I listened to your episode. I stopped doing this shit or I started doing this thing and I wasn't suicidal or like yeah. this thing changed what I did. It made me and my wife were like wicked cool now or like whatever, like one, one email, one, yep. 
Mm-hmm. You're just like, holy shit, like this is 100% worth it. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. Right. Doesn't matter how, like whatever, any download, any money, any anything. It right. makes it worth it immediately for one of those people exactly. that you can have a conversation with like that and be real. And you're like, fucking A, dude. Like I have to, I have to keep doing this thing regardless of what it is, whatever it is, whatever right. you have is a power that can, can do that where you're saying purpose is outward. Whatever you have is a superpower. That like, obviously I, I find all, a lot of times ties into what people do is their purpose. Cause like, what do you have is something that you can like shoot as a laser and change shit quickly. Like you, you yeah. are so good at this thing and you might not think of it like that, but people are asking you questions all the time. What is it that you have for tools to just shoot at shit and change shit and use that? You know, it can yeah. be anything. It can be art. It can be cooking. It can be right. travel. It can be business. It can be mindset, like literally anything. Right. You can change people's lives through the thing that you're really good at because yeah. it's connecting with someone who really cares about that thing in a way that they wouldn't connect with anyone else on. Right. And that changes the conversation. So. All of these things, you know, you're talking about mindset. You're talking about these fucking moments. Let's go for it. How many people out there listening, how many people out there in life have that conversation over literally you're out at a bar with a friend. Like that's how startups happen. People are in like a bar catching up five years later. They start a fortune 500 company. It's because it's ways to connect with people and then ways to take that and translate it into an action later that all of that is based and, and and that's the importance of uh, purpose because what purpose does, it gives you that infinite mindset. It's 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 kind of what uh, I don't know if you know Simon Sinek. It's he, what he discusses, but he doesn't say it this way. So when you have a purpose, for example, to inspire, and motivate people, right, to live life and take risks, that's never ending. What I mean by it has to be a verb. Hmm. I cannot say I want to be the best inspirational brand. That's a noun. That, that I want to be the best inspirational brand. That's like Facebook saying, I want to be, uh, we want to be the, uh, uh, the best social network that connects people. And you're like, what does that mean? Not yeah. that, what does that mean? It limits you. Okay, you're a social network now. You're the best. Okay. Now what? How do you keep going? That's why people are like, I want to be a rock star. Okay, you're a rock star. Why are you suicidal? Mm. What happened? And because they don't have a purpose. Purpose is very different because it's never ending. If their purpose was to, to educate people, to, to help people with my music, that doesn't end, does it? Rockstar or not, you could be freaking in a bar. And if that's your purpose, it's easier to keep on going. Mm. But if it was to be a rock star and you don't achieve it, or even when you do achieve it, it goes, okay, I achieved it. And now I don't know what. I don't know what to do because you lost your purpose. That's you going like this. I don't know where I'm going. It's because you don't know why you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know why you're going, you're, you're never going to persevere. So that's build your perseverance. The, the thing about purpose that people don't realize why it's so important is because it doesn't give a shit about pain or pleasure. Hmm. Purpose, you keep on going. Elon Musk almost lost all of his money, even though he just made millions from PayPal. If that fourth freaking rocket didn't work, there would be, we wouldn't be talking about Elon Musk anymore. Right. Because there was no, he was broke. He was getting credit cards just to pay for his rent. Like it was that bad, but his purpose was more important. He wanted to save the human race. Like he wants to save the human race. He thinks like the earth is going to die and we have to do something about it. And so that's what purpose does. It doesn't care if it's going to be painful. 
Do you think it's fun to have a startup? It sucks. It sucks. Can't sleep at night and shit. Like I'm bugging out. Like, oh my God, all of a sudden I'm going to rule the world. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm not going to make it. And then yeah. I'm going to rule the yeah. world again. Yeah. So, but purpose keeps me in line. Like, dude, are you trying to empower influencers? Are you trying to empower anyone for exposure? You know, with the brand, are you inspiring people, motivating them to live life a little bit more? Right. That, that's never ending. So that's what I mean about purpose. Like that's what keeps you going. And then the perspective is really what the perspective is always shifting. It's always doing this. It's never one way, right? It's always shifting. That's why people think like people that are in depression or they have anxiety, those are just results. Those are results. Those are not the cause. You're not depressed because of depression. You have depression because you're depressed. But what's causing you to be depressed? Right. That's the cause. And people are just not treating it this they're not doing it right. And that's why we started start day one. Because what I've learned is that we have to be proactive in preventing anything. How do you prevent obesity without proactively eating healthy? Right, How do you prevent right. diabetes without being proactively not eating sugar? Like, it's impossible. But you're telling me you can prevent suicide by reacting to it? So all these organizations that talk about suicide prevention, it's really suicide reaction. Then I wouldn't even stop there just at suicide, man. I would, I'm going to just say this right away. Everything in our country, everything, uh, like, right. I don't know the world because I do Every problem. Every problem. Reactionary. Always, That's everything right. is always reactionary. We have the, 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 our medical system, our government, it's not just reactionary. our financial system. Everything is reactionary to the, oh, it, yeah, you're right. It's just human. It's, dude, it's no, literally it's just so, the human race. It it's the human race. We no, no, always no, so do this shit. Not necessarily because we can change something about it. The problem is people don't have the, same, the right perspective on it. So what it really is, is because everyone else always, is always trying to remedy the result rather than the cause. Mm. When you talk about the problems today, for example, racism. Okay, you're looking at the effect. That is the effect. So what do you mean? What's causing it then? Mm. What's causing it? There has to be a cause. It's not just like, oh, it's because of this. That's like you going like, so why are you fucked up today? My parents. Yeah, you weren't born. Well, you weren't what do you mean born. your parents? It's, it's, how you're, it's how you're interpreting your parents. It's how you're acting. It's how you're perceiving. It's, it's, there has to be a verb. It's the same thing with purpose. The cause, there has to be a verb involved. You can't just go, because my boyfriend, because my girlfriend, that's a noun. What is happening? What's the cause? So when you just say, oh, racism, that's why. It's like, what do you mean? What's causing that though? Yeah. Why is there racism or is there? Because if you just keep trying to remedy the result, it's, the cause is still there. So it's people, always going to People are keep born happening. a clean slate. You're literally a baby, like no ability to even understand anything. So you're not born, you're not literally born like that. Whether parents do actions, create a certain environment for you right. in the prime of your and, and, and organizing so, your thoughts or something. Now we can talk about this, but- which, which is a non-controllable for that baby right, right there, right? But that's, yeah, and I this, get it. And that's get exactly what what's happening. So let me, let me make it even clearer for your audience here. What I'm trying to say is when you're just remedying the result and the cause, right? Not only that, what's happening today, the mental health industry is doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. What they've done is made the result the cause. 
Racism is the cause, by the way. Same thing with mental health. Oh, it's depression that's the cause. It's not. What it is, is you have a negative or be- negative mindset, bad perspective. It evolves to become you becoming depressed. And that's why you have depression. It, people are saying it's like this. You're depressed. You have depression. So now you're going to be depressed. That's why your perspective is this way. Right. That doesn't make any sense. So right. they've actually made the result the cause. Now you're fighting an invisible fight. The only way to remedy that is with pills. And so that's the reason people with mental health issues have are suffering from it, not struggling anymore. Why? Because suffering is because you told them, oh, Dave, you can't do anything about that. It's not your fault. You just took away every fucking accountability and all the hope. So now they're going like, so there's nothing I could do about this. No now ownership, no power. Dude, that's the best excuse you just gave them. You said there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing at all. So what do you think they're going to do with that? It actually backfired when they said like it's a mental illness. They were trying to make it. They're trying to decrease the stigma on mental health. But what it did was fuck everyone up. Because now what you've done is it's not you. It's not your fault. You took away accountability, even though that's where it all stems from. It all stems from there. People will even say like, yeah, but dude, it's freaking chemical imbalance. Oh, did you get checked for that? Did they measure your? Chemicals? Is that, or are you just saying shit because you heard that? Oh, okay, cool. But let's talk about chemical imbalance anyway. Chemical imbalance, from what I've read, is the result. It's it's not the cause. It's because of your mindset. All of a sudden, because of your amygdala, you know, when we evolved, our our amygdala doesn't know if if there's a lion or you just can't pay your fucking bills, and your Mm. cortisol levels all of a sudden increase like crazy just because of your perspective. And your perspective usually is based on the future, not the past. We don't bug out about the past unless you're living in it, but it's really about your future that fucks you up. It's, it's nothing to do with the past. You go through any test, test it yourself. It's all about where you think you're going to be in the future that really messes you up. Talk about fear, anxiety, depression, happiness. It's the same thing. Right, right. You could be happy as fuck and then all of a sudden someone passes away. What happened? Why aren't you happy anymore? What, ha- what happened? Why aren't you happy? Right. Someone just right. passed away. So what? That's the past, right? It's because they're no longer part of your future. Wow. Same thing, right? Everything. When you're feeling low, when you say like, there's no, oh, I'm not getting any hits. I'm not getting any emails. I'm not, because you think now your future went. Ooh. Right. But once you go, they get that email. Awesome. Like all of a sudden you're happier. You're this, even if you, any kind of progress and giving, that's what actually gives you that sense of happiness. But mm. happiness is temporary, just like depression. Depression is just a natural response. It's not a cause. It's not abnormal. I don't know when the hell people made depression so abnormal. It's a normal response to what your perspective is. I don't know what your perspective is, but you're thinking something else. But sometimes we have to deal with the loss, right? Right, right. So for example, going through grief, you got to go through, I don't know if you remember DABDA, the five steps of grief, denial, anger, oh, yeah, yeah. bargaining, depression, and then acceptance. Acceptance, yes. acceptance is the only positive word that I said there. But you have to go through denial, anger, bargaining, all that stuff. Depression is actually the last. So when people are depressed, I tell them, good. You're almost there. Yeah. The pills are just numbing the pain. That's why people get into drug addicts and you know, get addicted to drugs because it numbs the pain not awesomely. The, it's not fixing the problem. Remedying the result. Again, it remedies the, the result. Same thing with pills. Remedies the result, but you still haven't forgiven your dad, huh? Yeah, you're going to need more pills, dude. You need yeah. more pills. Yep. 
So I hope yeah. you don't run out, you know? Damn, man. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. Sorry. <laughs> that was this, a lot. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I was going to say this is, this was potent, but potent with good breakdowns. I want to know more behind some of these different pieces of the brands because you're explaining the brand mm-hmm. and the message and the why behind it. Yeah. So how did, like, I, I know that we got a little piece of, of why you created Phuket and I have mm-hmm. some other questions there yeah. in that brand, but I guess real quick, just because we mentioned it really quickly is yeah. how did, how did the nonprofit come from you starting a for-profit clothing brand? If I'm correct on that. So actually it started with the clothing line first. Right. right. Clothing line, how you and you were, you were like, I believe this, right? No. Oh, no. It no. Just, All right. All right. Let's back evol- up. Let's yeah. Back yeah. Up. Let's back how up. Do, how do we create Phuket? How yeah. That yeah. Happen? Let's back up. And then we'll so go forward it, again. It was actually a college project. I wasn't planning anything about living life to the fullest and this. None of that. No. Nope. Okay. It was actually just a college project. I was trying to start a business, but I was actually getting more into like tech stuff. I was trying to create the first book exchange in college. And then I started going like, whoa, there should be something for each campus. I almost built Facebook because I actually went, when I heard about social networks, uh, I, you know, this is afterwards, I was just like, what the hell is social network? And I looked at it, I'm like, oh my God, I was trying to build that. And all it is, is really a dating site, but you don't call it a dating site. That's right. all it was. Right. I actually went to a, a dating site and told them like, I'd love your features. I'd love to have it, but I don't want it to be about dating. I just want them to meet each other on campuses. That's all it was. And oh so I was God. actually getting involved into that. But the problem is <laughs> I didn't know how to program. I didn't know any coding, nothing. So what's the next thing I could do? I'm like, well, I could take pictures, write things, whatever. So it actually evolved. It was actually a completely different name. First, it was gifts online, generating income for students online.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then cool. I changed that because I started realizing, oh my God, there's so many things we could implement at colleges. Like, they should know which hot chicks are there and here and you can visit all of them. Like there's so <laughs> many things. Oh dude, there were so many things that I was thinking of that I could do for colleges that no, still no one ever did, but I didn't know programming. Right. Especially the book exchange. I'm like, this is bullshit. I sell my books back and then I sell it higher. Why did they buy it for me for that price? Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, what if I just made students buy it from each other? Yeah, so that's what yeah. I was actually developing. And yeah, still yeah. no one really successfully did that. And I'm like, fuck, I should have kept going with that. <laughs> but I, just kept evolving. And there's this one day, so it actually turned into glocalcampus.com. And then there's this one day that I was just about to fall asleep. One of those crazy, weird moments. I was about to fall asleep, trying to figure out like, man, there's so many campusthis.com and something campus.com. Like, that's not going to work. And it, this brand just kind of went into my face. I'm like, oh, no way. Oh my God, that's going to go viral. Like, that's going to be so sick. Like, I'm going to get every college student to wear this. And so I actually wrote it down and then I put it together and that's, I became a, a website actually. And then after a while, what I learned was it needed some kind of mission because I started doing campus tours. I would visit colleges, man, and just party it there because at that time it wasn't about living life. I, right. Just by looking at like, just being persuaded to say, fuck it. You know, something's like, Oh, something, but you didn't know what it was. Right. You're like, what is it about that phrase? What that the could hell be is a lot it? of different things. It can be any, it can really be a lot of different yeah, things. You didn't the know. Same, same action, same reason why you're saying it, but it could be a lot right. of different things. Sometimes it could be the stupidest shit ever. 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, but, right? but at that time, I'm like, I didn't freaking know. So yeah. then it basically it kept evolving and I was doing colleges and I'm just like, you know what? It became an apparel company. I analyzed why we said, fuck it. And when I started getting into that and I wanted something that I could be proud of, like, I'm not going to keep visiting campuses when I'm freaking 50, dude. Like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I knew that when I was partying, I knew it. And I'm just like, I got to think about the future here. Like, Hmm. is this something I want to do to keep partying and getting someone else to party at different, like, I get it, keep on going, but it wasn't fulfilling enough for me. And I know it wasn't going to be right. And that's when I really analyzed it. And then once I started analyzing it, having an apparel company actually worked even better because the stuff we wear, we embody that. And we, it really shows us who we are. And people don't buy the brand because of how people are going to feel about them. It's actually how it makes them feel about themselves because of the brand. And so that's what we realized. I'm inspiring and motivating people. Right. I've, I've saved people's lives just because they saw the brand on their dresser. And someone actually told me that. He's like, yeah, you saved my life just because I saw your fat, your freaking hat. And I was like, and that's more than once I've had that. And so that's the thing that I, you know, I'm trying to like really encapsulate is that mindset into the brand. And so when they see it, it just reminds them everything like, dude. And then once you persuade you to say, fuck it, it makes you that decision to like, dude, what are you doing? Fuck it. Let it go, man. Like yeah. live life yeah. without regret, dude. <laughs> you know? But these are the tools. The thing is, it's really, I I discuss a lot about the different perspective. For example, let's talk about regrets, right? People think, you know, live life without regret. There was a time I went, fuck, can you live life without regret? How's that possible? We Hmm. make mistakes, man, right? Constantly. So again, I have to analyze it because I'm like, well, I can't keep telling people to live life without regret if I'm not. Is it possible? I don't freaking know because I have regrets, right? And so this is what I realized. What I mean about live life without regret, we have to figure out, all right, what is a regret? A regret is just a personal experience that you, or a bad personal experience that you never forgave yourself for. Hmm. So what's the cure? Fucking forgive yourself. Yo, Dave, I could have, would have, should have built fucking Facebook when I was in college, man. You didn't, dude. Forgive yourself. Yeah, yeah. Man, I could have, would have, should have gotten that girl and this and you didn't. Eh, forgive yourself. Get another girl. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But you won't forgive yourself. That's the biggest problem that actually hurts people. Forgiving others and forgiving ourselves. That's the biggest, biggest, one of the biggest. And if because you can't do that, you can't go forward. And that's why I live life without regret. How do you move forward when something's pulling you back? The regret is what pulls you back. But you also can't move forward if you can't accept the challenges that are worth the risk. So it's the act of moving forward also. That's where inspiration comes in. Right. So people don't know the difference between inspiration and motivation. So here's the difference. Very different. Do you know the difference? No, I mean, you're going to put me on spot here, so I'm not going to know it the way that you broke it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all good. I guess guess really quick, like inspiration versus motivation. Inspiration is something that makes you energetically think about something in some way. And it's a visionary piece. Whereas motivation is you are very determined to take an action oriented thing towards some type of movement of some way. That's kind of how I, okay. I think of that as inspiration is I'm inspired to do something. So this is an idea that's happened, right? Yeah. Like I've, I, I, I heard a song. It inspired me to write a song 
mm-hmm. that was in that way. I was like, oh, this has acoustic and electric and they're fused together in this. And then it's hip hop inspired in the back. This inspired yeah. me to write like that, mm-hmm. but I needed motivation to write. Right. I wasn't inspired. Yeah. I was well, inspired. Kind of I needed there. motivation to move you're, it. You're kind of there. So remember before I was saying everything starts off with purpose, right? And then it's perspective and then your decision because perspective persuades your decision. Sure. And what's funny is, so inspiration actually goes here. In the middle. In, inspiration is before perspective. What inspiration does mm-hmm. is indirectly pers- uh, shifts your perspective. Indirectly. You just happen to watch something. You happen to see something. No one is demanding you to do it. No one's telling you to do it. You just happen to. And that's why for inspiration, for anyone that needs inspiration, you have to expose yourself to different things. Mm. Go on YouTube, watch a movie, go out there, meet people. That's how you get inspiration. So when you're freaking depressed and I don't know what to do and this, I'm not inspired. Well, what the fuck are you doing to get inspired? Nothing. Oh, okay. That should be a great move. So you need to really expose yourself. But inspiration is before perspective. Now, you know, you see Jerry Maguire. Now you're inspired, right? So now your perspective shifted. Now your decision almost follows automatically because now your perspective is completely different. Motivation comes after the decision. The motivation now becomes more direct. You can't be motivated if there's zero goal. No, absolutely not. If you don't have a goal to be anything and to have a goal, that's also after the decision. If you don't decide to lose weight, there is no goal. Right, right. There is no motivation. Yo, 10 more push-ups. Dude, he hasn't even decided to do one push-up. Like, how do you motivate someone to do 10? (laughs) He hasn't even done one. Like, How do you you tell someone they're going to run a marathon if they haven't run a 5K? Exactly. Or not decided to run the 5K. Right. So until they decide. So that's the big difference about it. You need inspiration first. You cannot motivate someone unless the decision's been made. Kind of like when you're brand new in a breakup. Yo, come on, Dave. Let's fucking go out. Forget that girl. Come on. Let's go out. Let's party. Let's this. Yeah, dude, I'm cool, man. Nah, yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. You actually get pissed off. They're annoying as hell. Why? Aren't you motivating? You haven't shifted their perspective yet. If I had told you like, yo, dude, it's been about a month. And all I'm trying to tell you is, you know, let's just hang out just to enjoy yourself. Not to meet a girl. Not to forget about the girl. You're always going to... But it's just unhealthy for you to stay in here, but let's go out. Now you shifted your perspective. Right. Now it can motivate you to like, now when we're going out, it's like, yo, we should totally go to this club instead of this one because there's definitely more girls there. Like that's now motivation. So that's kind of the difference. I'm hoping your audience can kind of differentiate there. No, no, totally. I think that they will. This audience is pretty much the bomb. So (laughs) uh, they're awesome. That's great. That's great. So you created this clothing line. Yeah. You got more aware basically of like the long-term, still this concept, but now the long-term play of it, of what this means past it. Mm-hmm. How Did you have a design background? How did you create <laughs> all of these different elements for this? Like how Zero background. I was okay. a financial analyst for years. I was working so, at tech companies. Like yeah. I was just a financial analyst. I didn't know design. I learned it. I didn't know apparel. I didn't, zero, nothing, nothing. Nothing at all. I wasn't even in, I never worked in I, maybe, maybe a, a season of retail, but I didn't get that involved in it. So I wish I did. But so sure. I'm going to recommend to anyone. Like, and the thing is, I wasn't thinking the way I do now. If I knew what, what I wanted for my future, 
I would have done that. I would have worked in a retail store, learned everything as much as I can, and then start my yeah. own business so much better. Yeah. It's kind of like you getting into podcasting and knowing sounds. Like That's awesome. You don't even have to hire someone. You already know what you're doing. I was you an know? audio engineer before I did a podcast. So audio yeah. for me literally is... It's a great extension. My fingertips, man. Like It's like That's a right. writer... It's like a writer starting a blog. It's like they're already good at that. That's right. That's right. Just now, they need to figure out how to put it online. That's right. I need to figure out how to get this out to social, how to get people to hear this podcast. I don't know how to do marketing and stuff like that, but I know audio. Yeah. And so all all entrepreneurs are, is they just solve problems. Hmm. Yes. They're just purpose-driven individuals that are solving problems. That's all it is. Love that, dude. You know? So simple. Yeah. And and that's all it is. You just keep solving problems. Like, how do I get more sales? And again, it goes back to purpose. If you're not concerned about your purpose, you're probably not going to do well and you're definitely not going to persevere. You're not going to last a long time at all. And your company's probably going to fail yep. because that's how it keeps you. And that's how big brands stay around for the longest times is because they have that sense of mission. If you don't have that, you fail instantly because you're just a noun. You're finite. You have such a finite men- mentality. So you're never going to keep on going. So right. purpose is what gives you that. And so, yeah. So when I was doing the brand, you know, I would talk to people and stuff like that. Like I mentioned before, people would email me and say, Hey, I really love what the brand is about. You've changed my mind and things like that. At first I was telling people, you know, they would say like, you know, do you donate towards suicide prevention or something? Like, I didn't know how to explain this, but I was just like, no, we're like the front lines. Like we're doing actually more than they are. They just get the leftovers. You know, that's what I was thinking. I didn't know. Yeah. But what I really meant was, this is what you're supposed to do. You have to be proactive because to be proactive is the only way to prevent anything. Like I said before, you can't prevent anything without being proactive. And here's another thing that's proactive is not only good for prevention. Proactive is great for prediction. Yes. I bet if at five years old, David was getting his ass kicked by his dad and being called a loser until he was freaking till now, I am definitely going to predict some mental health issues. Guaranteed. Yeah, right. Without a doubt. How, how wouldn't you, right? Right. And I'm, I can also predict that if you go to the gym every single day and do this, this, and this, and eat right, you're going to be fit as fuck. <laughs> right? So proactivity is required, again, required for prevention. And so we started start day one because we saw that like no one's doing anything right. They're not doing this right. Like, that's great. You have a walk. What are you doing proactively to help people? Like, what are when you doing? in the situation, when they're in, not even when they're in the situation, what is leading to the situation to happen, right? Multiple situations. And then how is that working yeah, like, in the midterm? Yeah, let me tell you an example. So World Suicide Prevention Day is actually coming up September 10th, everyone. And um, Awesome. Yeah, so go to startday1.org to donate. If you could, that would be awesome. But anyway, I'm going to guarantee- show notes. Sorry, that'll be in the Sweet. show notes, people. So here's an example. I'm going to guarantee you that on September 10th, you're going to see a lot of things coming up saying we have to teach people how to look for symptoms of depression, symptoms of anxiety. And I'm like, the fuck? What do you mean looking for? What do you mean looking for symptoms? Like, why are you waiting for symptoms? That's like me saying like, yo, dude, Dave, I know how to look for cavities, man. Like when your tooth hurts, that's, that's when you go to the dentist. And you're like, yeah, I know. 
or my tooth, my tooth hurts right now, so I'm gonna go to the dentist, right? <laughs> or you could brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah, proactively yeah, yeah. every day. Oh man, like you know, obesity. Like, hey, I'm a fitness instructor, Dave. Call me when you're 500 pounds. <laughs> like, call me when you're 500 pounds, dude. Yeah. The best time to go to the gym is today, whether you're in shape or not. Period. The best time to eat healthy is today, not next week. That's when you're not when you're 20 pounds over, 30 pounds, 50, 100. Like today. Yeah. Yeah. Today. Well, you think it's different for your mindset? It's the same freaking thing. So people think mental health issues is something that's like, oh, I don't have it yet. Yet? Really? So you're waiting. That's awesome. What you need to do is do things proactively. So one of the best things is this knowledge. This is why I'm, I, I'm so adamant with telling people, dude, your perspective is where it stems from. So if you have a negative perspective, it's going to change. And, and the, the, there's a big difference. People are like, yeah, you have to think positive. I'm like, no, that's not it. I can think positively every day and say, you know what? I'm going to prove my dad that I'm going to do this and I'm going to make him proud. Oh, I didn't do it this. I didn't win that wrestling meet this time. But you know what? That next one, next one, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be take one in that tournament and then he's going to be proud. Yeah. Bro, your perspective sucks. The only way for you to feel worthy is for him to be proud. You're already done. Yep. You're already done. Your perspective is what's really important. So when you can, you can think as positive as you want about what you're going to do for your dad next week, next month, next year, and forever, but you're never going to feel proud of yourself. You're never going to feel fulfilled. Your perspective needs to change, man. What right. you need to do, understand is why is your dad like that? It's because right. his dad was the same. And so once you have that better understanding, you change your perspective like, oh, my dad never got that. Maybe I'll give that back to him instead. You know? so. When you change your perspective like that, same thing with breakups, you know, the, the way I change people's perspective, like, did you really love the girl? Because if you really do, your only concern is their happiness with or without you, dude. But if it has to be with you, you want a slave. That's not going to work out. Damn. And so when I change your perspective that way, they're like, oh, so do you love her? Or are you just infatuated with the idea? Because if you do, you'd let her go. Right, right. Fuck, man. Yeah. You know, so things like that. So that's a perspective change. You can think positive and say, no, I'm going to get her again, though. No, I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good luck. Like, that's, that's going to be a tough fight, man. Like, your perspective sucks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's how kind of. So, the idea, but the mission with Start Day One is uh, inspiring people to help change their perspective from dreaming of one day to starting day one. Day one means there's a day two, day three, day four. People get very overwhelmed with how much they need to change or do but they really just don't know where to start. And mm. day one means day two, day three, day four. So for example, alcoholics, I'm not saying be sober tomorrow. What I'm saying is like one less beer, dude. You know, and then maybe one less beer, maybe do some, start doing something. It always starts with day one, always. That's the common fucking denominator with anyone that did something or got out of depression or anything else. This reminds me of a book that I'm reading called Atomic Habits. I'm sure that you've read that. No. You read that? No way, dude. It's like everything that you're saying right now. Huh. Everything wow. you're saying. Atomic habits. It's like he says atomic habits because of how micro they get. And basically like his premise, I haven't read through all this book yet. Yeah. I'll put it in the show notes. If people want to check it out. I'm, I love cool. it. But it's like, it's all about like when he's talking about even goal setting, yeah. he like doesn't even set goals. 
he just sets, he thinks in his head, what is my goal, right? Mm -hmm. What's my goal right now? I want this. Like you're Mm -hmm. talking, you were talking about this. I want this noun. Yeah. I want this thing. I want this to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. But on paper and on the day to day of like the way that he thinks about it, it has nothing. It never does it say the goal ever. It says what, what action takes me to the goal. And this is, this is essentially my goal is the action. What is the thing that I do? That yeah. moves me towards the thing. That's what you're saying right now is like, you want to get better from where you're at, or you want to not feel the way that you feel. Mm-hmm. Let's not focus on feeling better, even like just being better. We're good. Everything's fine. Like the flit, the switch, the, the, we want instant results. There's no instant results. Everything's a 10 year success. Yeah, you know it. what I mean? 10 years overnight success. This is how things really are is, is a step. You're yeah. saying, you're saying, let's not focus on all this craziness. You're in a spot right now. Let's get you one step away from the spot that you don't want to be at. And then we can take another step. Right. We can take another step and we can take another step. Right. You don't have to focus on and that's, we can have a we can have a goal. We can still think I want to be just cool. And what does cool look right. like? Well, cool looks like I'm doing this and I'm doing these things. Right. This but see, whatever. This, this is where people get in trouble. I have this goal, I have this, but you have no purpose. That was your compass. How do you know that's the right term? I want this. I want this. I want this. Okay. But those are all wrong because you don't have a sense of purpose. You have no idea what the hell you want or why you're doing it. And that's why if you really want to go back to it and when you have issues all the way, you got to go all the way back. What's your purpose? You have to, or else everything you say is like, Oh, but I want to be this, this, I want to be fit. Okay, great. You're fit. Why? Why? (laughs) Like, so you know what I mean? Like you have to have a reason. You have to have that purpose. And, you know, like purpose has to be on purpose. Again, it has to be created. You know, people think you have to do things you, you, you have, you're passionate about. How do you know you're going to be passionate about it if you never tried it? Passion right. comes after the decision, That's after right. the, even after the action. And people think, you know, like, yeah, there has to be action, you know, after the decision. And like, dude, then it wasn't a true decision. Actions come automatically. Automatically. No one plays poker and go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm all in. And then not go all in. Like no rain, one goes rain. them all in and then not and do I guess, anything. I guess for me, I'm speaking from a sense of like, I do feel like I, I feel like I'm purpose driven in the sense that I guess I would talk to that way. But I absolutely believe in what you're saying where a friend of ours, like from the show, he was on episode three and he was up mm-hmm. on like 98 or something, Jesse Harless. He actually helps with addiction recovery. And it's really crazy to hear the similarities between your speak right now because yeah. in his book, I'm producing the audio book for it for like the audio side of it. Nice. It's like, if not you, you then who? And it's always he's talking about recovery, but he's talking it from a purpose angle, purpose mm-hmm. first. And he talks about also in the book, right? Yeah. Your purpose can be taking care of your daughter. Your purpose can be this. And you're talking about the same things. It's really interesting. And also the reason he's talking about the recovery angle, he's also talking about what you're talking about, where it's from the source. The source of it is what is causing this thing. Right. And it's not the thing that you're in. Something brought you to wherever you're at. Yep. And something can get you back out of it to go to the other side of it. But it's always rooting from somewhere on it. So it's, it's interesting right. to hear from the recovery community, from the suicide community, yeah, because I, from the, from the mindset, even business coaching from the literally yep. everything that you That's right. do is from mindset perception and the way that we 
internalize things and where are we yeah. going? Everything, uh, everything, and, right? Yeah. Everything. That's, that's how I talk when I talk, uh, you know, when I talk about entrepreneurship and stuff like that. Everything that you're doing is just an extension of yourself, of mm. your mindset, your girlfriends, your job. It's just an extension of you, right? And that's why everything stems from your mindset. Everything. It doesn't matter what you do, who you are. It always stems from there. And that's why it's very important. That's why I've learned to really talk about this, especially having a, 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 you know, a startup myself. But I've learned to, to kind of combine things, things that I've been learning and helping people with it because I'm so heavily involved in it. And I'm very just analytical. Like, why is that? Because I want to be consistent. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people will say things, but it's inconsistent with, with everything else. So I always try to make sure that I don't want to be right. I just want to save people. So I don't give a fuck about being right. Who cares? Yeah, like, am I yeah. saving your life? Awesome. Like, it, but I try to be consistent as possible. That's why I've learned like, dude, it's, you know, I was in the same boat. I was thinking like, yeah, but chemical imbalance, man. Cause that's what I heard. That's all I heard. But then I hear this freaking, you know, I read this book, Mind Over Medicine, and she discusses every single step that how you get freaking, uh, basically a chemical imbalance and how it actually hurts your body and how your mind can actually cure your body from AIDS to, to cancer, like by your mind, man. Yeah. So that's how powerful it is. But you're talking to me about this cute little thing called chemical imbalance, but all you're doing is getting something externally instead of handling the cause. Yeah, well, yeah, what do yeah. you think you're doing? Like, yeah. what do you think you're, what do you think's going to happen? Yeah. And so I have to talk to people, even with like alcoholism and all that stuff. I'm like, dude, you're still in that phase where you're blaming the bottle. I hate that because now they're counting the days when they didn't have freaking alcohol. It's like, oh my God, I'm on day 362. Day 362. Whoo. Day 362. Like, dude, it has nothing to do with the freaking alcohol because if that's the case, there's billions of people that are going to freaking be addicted then. Right. Why not? Why right. aren't they? Right, right, right. It's your mindset that's messed up. It has nothing to do with the alcohol. But when you, you focus and go, it's the alcohol, I can't drink again. No, man. I don't know what it is. I'd have to talk to you and ask you 50 million questions. But I'm telling you right now, it is not the alcohol. It's not the drugs. It's, those are just the byproducts of your mindset. Like Because you're trying to numb something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. But you're trying to escape something. So, because you have, you lack purpose because a lot of times people give up that stuff is because they have the new sense of purpose and they can't achieve the purpose with a freaking beer, with alcohol, because they're not straight. They can't think right. but when you don't have that purpose and you're only thinking about you, how you're going to succeed and you're going to be, dude, you're not going to make it you're, You have to fucking give to people. You have, again, it always goes back to purpose and your perspective. So uh, if you don't mind, I don't know how much, I don't know how much time we can go on for. Or <laughs> we, we right now, we should probably be out of here by like seven. We usually it's an hour. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go over an hour for sure. And that's chill. But yeah, that's man, cool. we got a little bit, but I do have at the very end, I have yeah. six questions. I changed. Yeah, yeah, go for it now. Five. I have six questions that I have to do. Yeah. We have a, we have a little bit more time oh, okay. for that, but I, those six questions we have to hit. Cause I ask everyone and oh, every okay. hundred episodes. I compile answers and it's really oh, wow. interesting to interview like a bunch cool. of different people from different backgrounds okay. get the same answer every friggin' time to the same what? question. It's interesting. It's cool. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Hundredth episode, man. Check it out. It's the answer. The hundredth episode is no, I'm not. No, we'll ask this later. We have a little bit more time than we're going to ask this stuff, but we, yeah, yeah it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. That's cool. So, I guess we've been talking mindset, purpose, the mm-hmm. reasons why for a long time, but like why, how, 
how did the nonprofit start from the brand? Yeah, Just yeah. Like, like, bit, like business-wise, you were getting hit up by people and they're like, listen, I know this is your brand, but this is what's happening for me from this. You should yeah. really be uh, donating. You're like, well, like, hear me out. Like, I'm, I'm addressing this problem right here. This is why I'm doing this. I really am. I really am doing this work. But like, how did the nonprofit as a different entity, how did that spur from this brand? How yeah. did it actually happen? Yeah. And, and only because after talking to people, I started realizing more and more and more. And I'm like, dude, no one's doing anything proactive. You can't predict who's going to be suicidal. And again, what you guys are doing, or not you, but like everyone else, is are looking for symptoms. And to me, it's just like, so let me get this straight. Do you tell your kids to eat all the candy they want on Halloween because you know how to look for symptoms of diabetes? That's right. fucking, that's insanity. So I'm just like, why is no one doing anything proactive? I'm like, that's what we need to do more. And that's why we started going like, you know what? The brand is not, it's not enough. It has to be a nonprofit for me to achieve that, right? Because they're always going to see like, oh, you're doing it for profit. You're doing it. I'm like, all right, I need to not associate it. And I didn't want to. You know, this is about living life without regret, except challenges worth the risk. And I get it. But uh, when, when it comes to mental health, it's almost like it needed its own entity, right? Yeah. So start day one. But it makes sense because you can't start day one without saying, fuck it. Like you make, you need a decision to start day one. And that's why it's such a great combination. So we inspire to make that decision and then start day one. is like, if you're in trouble, like, dude, it, you have to start day one. And so what we do to raise funds for is one, yeah. producing content that will hopefully inspire people, change their perspectives on different issues. Number two, sending out different speakers to you know, rehab centers, high schools, colleges, corporate centers, whatever it is, uh, because you have to be proactive. Uh, again, it goes back, everyone's being reactive. You, you know when they call for a motivational speaker at a high school? After a suicide. Way to prevent that one, you know? That's how they think of prevention. It's like, oh, something happened. It's reaction. And that's what everyone's doing. Same thing with yeah. symptoms. Even during a freaking podcast I was doing, I was telling them, let's not look for symptoms. You have to be proactive. That's actually why our, our theme color for now with uh, the clothing and also Start Day One is teal. We've made an acronym of what you can do to help prevent suicide or mental health issues. It stands for giving your time, effort, attention, and love. When you can do that, that is how you prevent it. But this whole thing of waiting for your kid not to go out of the room and then you're going to hug him and then you're going to take him out to the park. What are you doing? Put in the time now, put in the freaking effort, give him the attention, you know, give him the love. Like, what are you waiting for? It's today. Yeah. That teal yeah. is your diet. So same thing with physical exercise. Diet is actually 80% of your health, right? Exercise is just the 20. Same thing with your mindset. It's like, what's your mental diet? You know, what is it feeding itself? What are yep. you getting in? Yep. And if it's yep. bad, like, yeah, I'm going to predict a very bad mindset. Man. Get out of there. Get out of there. Right. right. And you have to do things proactively. And so that's what we're trying to do with Start Day One. And the last thing that we try to do raise money for is to basically, I'm trying to figure out a way where we can actually make life coaching. I call it mentors on, on Start Day One because we're, again, we're not a lifeline for suicidal people. That's like, I'm not a dentist, but I can tell you to brush your teeth, right? I'm just talking about prevention. When you're mm -hmm. way past that and you're already there, don't call me. You're already way past that. Like, that's like being 500 pounds. Like, dude, you're way past what I can do for you. Like, I, that's doctor stuff now, you know? Right, right, so right, right. That's what we're trying to do is being more prevention. 
this whole looking for symptoms kills me. And this whole idea of telling people, oh, you have depression. And dude, it's making people worse. And now they have zero escape and they're just really not accountable. And this is what I've learned. When you're in a bad mindset, we tend to love excuses and we hate accountability. Yes. Always. Yes. yes. Always. It happens yeah. to me, dude. It's never my fault when I'm in a bad place. But then afterwards, it's like, oh, all of a sudden, people, this is what people say. If I did say. this thing, then this wouldn't have happened. And I wouldn't have been that mad about that situation at that time. Yeah. Dude, this is why I have the podcast. Like, I'm an audio engineer. Mm-hmm. I mix and master music and I like help with audio. That's what I do, right? That's yeah. my thing day to day. But like, I, because we just talked about this, like I just kind of said this to you where I was like, everything in every profession, in every fucking problem always comes back to what is going on in that person's head. Like what is making them feel that way and they're reacting to it, right? And they're doing something because of that reason. Yeah, I have a podcast that's about, it's called Waking Up From Work and it's about helping creatives go after what they want to do. It's not about just audio. Yeah. Reason being is because I I see in audio and I see in music mm-hmm. people not releasing music or they're not trying with it or they're not trying to do this as a career and the reason being is someone told them they can't. They don't feel like they can. Mm-hmm. Well, it just goes on and on and on and 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 just like you're going of like let's go to the source of this thing before it happens. I want people to be pumped up to be like you fucking can have it if you want it. If do you want to do that? Do you want to be a musician as your job? Do you want to be a creative and of all all these different types of creative that we have on the show or that you are as a job? You can do it in some way. You have to, don't get me wrong. Just like you were saying, like, I'm not unrealistic about it. You have to find a way that you create income. You have to, like, we still have to have income. We have to have resources to live. We have to have a place to live. We have to have all these things, but like you can do the thing. You can have it if you want to. And I want to be that voice of if we're sitting there with the headphones on of negative shit of like all your people that have never done the thing that you're trying to do, just saying bullshit to you. If you can't do it because of this, because I've been this for all my life, you have no fucking idea what that person's trying to do. Why are you telling them they can't do a thing if you don't know anything about it, but you are. And I want to solve that. And and it's all stemming from the same thing that you're saying of like, what is it that's causing this feeling inside of me and right. what's accurate and what's not accurate? And that's for you yeah. to decide, man. You know, and, and people, it's like, you know, people have this idea though, that they have to be passionate about something, but how are you going to be passionate about something if you've never done it? Right. And it always goes yeah. back. It's not about, see, people think you're the final product. Like this is it. They don't have the future mindset. So a lot of people refer to it as the growth mindset, right? Because if you can't see a future version of yourself, it's going to be very difficult for you. And that's where you're kind of getting from. The reason people don't do it is because they don't see a future that they can do it, right? But the thing is to see, to get to that future, and this is what I tell entrepreneurs that are going through imposter syndrome. I don't know yes. if you know what that is. Okay. Yes. So the, very any, important. Yep. Anyone that's listening to this, this is how you get rid of imposter syndrome. And for, well, actually, for people that don't know, imposter syndrome basically is where you just feel like an imposter that you shouldn't be doing what you're trying to achieve. Like, who are you to try and do this kind of yes, thing? Yes, yes. That mindset. We all go through that. Startup founders, especially. I mean, it's, oh my God, it's crazy. But this is how you get rid of that. What I see for myself, you have to apply what you do with your startup the same way to yourself. We, we just have a hard time trying to disconnect that a little bit. Uh, actually, sometimes it's just a little too disconnected. 
So for right. example, no right. one has a startup and says, yo, I'm going to start, yo, I'm going to start this, uh, or even to like, let's say uh, Dave saying this, yo, I'm going to start a podcast, but I know no one's going to listen to it. You know, it's not, I don't even know why I'm doing it. Like the, that's not how, how he started this. You know, he, he sees a future version of this podcast of what could potentially do. And right. so everything he does is leading him that way. Soon you're going to see some graphics on this freaking stream yard. Soon you're going to see like some crazy ass pizzazz. Soon you're going to see things scrolling. Like I'm telling you, guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. I already know he's going to, he's getting, he's going that route. It's yeah. just not there now, but he doesn't go like, Oh man, my podcast sucks. No, he knows where he wants to be, but this is how you get there. Live and learn. Then you go like, oh man, I really should do this, this way, this way. Well, guess what? You have to apply the same thing to yourself for you to achieve who that person is. So if you see a future version of yourself, like, oh, I want to be this, you know, I want this successful person. I want to be that person, right? Again, you need purpose to get there, right? But anyway, everything that you do today has to be towards becoming that person in the future. Mm. And so for me, you know, I was, dude, I was doing this like uh, presentations. I just started my startup and I'm just like, yeah, but how am I going to get there? Well, so I, I discussed this at a previous uh, podcast like a while ago. And I said, you know, there's this like multiverse mindset, right? There's a version of me that's homeless and there's a version of me that killed it. Yeah. I want to know what that dude did. Yeah, yeah. What did that dude that killed it do? What do I think he did? Well, you know what? He talks to a lot of people. He probably went to every freaking podcast. Doesn't matter how small or big. He freaking told him like, yo, dude, I got to spread my freaking knowledge, you know, with my startup, things like that. So everything that I'm doing today is preparing me for that person who I want to be. And that's how you get rid of imposter syndrome. So Stop living in the present. People are told all the time, live in the present, dude. That's why people are in trouble because they're only living in a present. You have to live simultaneously, harmoniously. So you, hmm. have to, you have to be guided by your future, learn from your past, execute in the present. Damn. So if you're not doing that and you're only concerned about the past, no, well, well, guess what? Now you think your identity is your past. Oh, I freaking, I was, I did porn. So I'm a porn star now. Oh, that's it. You think that that's dead, dead end, huh? You can never be an entrepreneurial, successful, nothing, no movie stuff, nothing. That's all gone. Okay. That, that's your call. Yeah, but I'm an introvert. Okay. So you've seen Elon Musk. Do you think that dude is an extrovert? Yeah. Uh, what, what, you know what I mean? But look what he's doing. Purpose yeah, got him yeah, here. Yeah. So that's what's very important. So if you don't see a future version of yourself, it's very difficult. The same way, if I don't see a future version of my startup that's going to succeed, Mm. I will not know what I need to do for my startup today. Right. And right. especially for myself. If I want to be that person that I see in the future, well, what am I going to do today? And this is where the infinite mindset is very important because right now I'm here. I'm trying to be this person in the future. Well, guess what happens when I get here? I want to be this dude in the future. Mm-hmm, How about here? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it keeps yes, on going. Yes, yes. I did That's an episode. Why. I did an episode specifically, and it was talking about planning and planning like as a fish tank. And it's like, if you plan your future as a fish tank, that's relative off of the tank that you're living in right now, there's no way for you to get as big as you could be because you're planning off of pretenses right now. You need to plan big and Mm -hmm. then like, just obviously accept 
that things will change in that time of like what could and could not happen. Maybe you don't get to that time. Maybe right. it's a different shaped tank or maybe you're a different right. fish or something like all sorts of shit is going to change. Yeah. But yeah. You can't plan for a small tank based off of the same size that you've been living in. You'll never grow. Yeah. You have to dream that this could be this size and then yep. you'll grow to that fucking size tank, man. And it yeah. just might be in a different way or it might be a different, age. all yep. sorts of things can happen that time, but you cannot plan based off of the present because you don't know who future you is. You have no right. idea who that guy is. But you have to try. Now so, is. Yeah. But you have to be taking actions. Right. To be moving towards what you anticipate at that time. But you right. can't tell you. You don't know who that person is yet. You yeah. Have no idea who exactly. that person is yet. And here's it's the thing. Way better, it's way better and bigger than you ever could dream that you could be because right. you've experienced shit. Up until that time, you've met right. people up until that time. You've learned from mistakes up until that time. There's been shit right. happening for another 10 years. Yeah. You see your future, 10 years of shit happening that made you better and badder than you yeah. ever could be to be that. But you can't possibly see that from who you are right now based off of these pretenses right now because you're this person right now. Yeah. It's and here's crazy. the thing. Yeah. And, and when you focus in a future version, it's like, dude, I cannot predict who I'm going to be. I'm going to fucking try. Right. Right. I'm going to try. I'm predicting who I am right now. Like, I, yep. Yeah. Does it go according to plan all the time? No. But I'm going to do my best because that's the only way I'm going to get to that person that I think I'm going to be. Like, yeah. and unless I think that way, then I'll never achieve it. The worst case scenario is I work like everyone else. Right. But again, it goes back to purpose. The way we feel like shit, people, again, it always goes back to perspective. People that feel like shit, they don't know what they're doing. It's like, that's because you think everyone's looking at you and they're so concerned about what you're doing for a living, what you're doing now, where you're at. I actually love, though, I saw your thing on Instagram. Oh. And you said something about you were talking to investment. Right. Yeah. And you said, I don't want to have a million dollars when I die, basically. I want to use that shit today. And I don't give a shit if I don't have a ceiling, broken chair. Exactly. Exactly. It's like people are so concerned, so consumed. And then you know what? I, how I get rid of that? Like, dude, do you care if your friend was, I don't know, a bus driver? Do you care? Are you not going to hang out with him anymore because yeah. he's a janitor? Do you yeah. give a shit? Unless... unless He's an asshole, different story. But let's say he's a nice dude and he's, you know, he's your friend. Do you care what he does? And then they'll always, almost always say no. So do you think they care what you're doing as well? They don't really care. You're the only one that makes you think that way. But yeah. you, you're actually in a happy place. Things have changed and you're the one, we're the ones creating this, right? And people, for example, uh, there was this thing that I saw, the American dream, you know, only like, 40% believe in it or 60% don't believe in it. That's mm. because you change your perspective on what the fucking American dream is. Yes, yes. People think yes, it's Lamborghini, yes. yachts. That's not the American dream. American yes. dream was like live on your own, no one fucking with you, with your pets, your wife, and your family with your dog. A white picket freaking fence. That was the American dream. Not yep. yachts, not a huge multi-million dollar business. It's to be freaking just the pursuit of happiness. Yes. Yes. That's, and that's why I think it's even changed again. Just like you're saying, the pursuit of happiness is loving the process of loving the process of the pursuit of mm -hmm. happiness is the key in there. And and even the picket fence and the house and all and the dog and whatever, you can have none of those things. But if you love what your pursuit of happiness is. You're invincible. 
You yeah. literally, you have it. That's, you made it. You have it. Have. If you're happy with what that is, whatever that is, you, you fucking have it, dude. You made yeah. it. And it's amazing and I, to be in any place that you can do that. That's yep. amazing. Gratitude to it. There's a million things that I hate about our country that I yeah. hit off all the time. <laughs> and, but, I, but, the, but that pursuit, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And that's what's awesome. I love that they said pursuit of happiness. And the reason is because happiness is temporary. Mm, yep. Yes. Yeah. Everyone that's happy today, you think they're going to happy, be happy next week when they get fired from a job? When their mom dies, when they get into an accident, like it's always temporary, always. It's never, I'm happy, I'm good. And that's what these people that are depressed, that's what they think. They think like, oh, I'm in depression, I'm this. It's like, yeah, you're, I don't know what you're doing, what you're going through, but yeah, I get why you're depressed. But what's, what's the abnormality? I don't understand. Like, well, if I told myself my perspective was my life sucks and this and that, like, yeah, I'd be depressed too. Yep. Yep. Totally. Like you told yourself that. Yes. And that's why accountability is really strong. So this is where I learned that it was all about accountability. And real quick, just yeah. not to break you, we have to do our questions soon. Okay. <laughs> we're over my overtime. So we have to okay. be like, right now. I'm going to go through this story real quick then. So I was talking to this dude about my clothing line or whatever, right? Or actually these, this couple. So they leave. This dude was standing next to me and just looking at me. And he said like, yo, I love what you're saying and everything with the decision, but it's not that easy. So I told him like, dude, I'd never said it was easy, but it starts with a decision. He goes, yeah, but you know, I'm in rehab now and this and that, this and that. And I'm just like, yes, that doesn't matter. It always starts with a decision. Yeah, but I'm like, dude, stop saying but. It always starts with a decision. Now, can you please tell me why you can't do that? And then he said, he just actually didn't say anything. He just stood there. And I'm like, what is he doing? He's looking through his database of excuses. What can I find now? And then he goes, yeah, almost said, but, but because I just told him, stop saying, but, and then tell me the reason he couldn't do it without saying, but, so he just got stuck there and he goes, dude, you're right. Yeah, and, this, and I go, you're welcome. The you're software is running through it. Does yeah, and, he, does and, here's not compute. The, and here's the problem. He's yeah. in rehab and having, he hasn't even decided to go to get better. Yeah. And that's what a lot of them do. They're making yep. it like a test. Let's see if this works and makes me happy. Dude, you make you happy. What do you think therapists do? Give you a magic pill? Like, dude, it's you that makes you happy in every scenario. You read a book, you don't eat the book to feel better. You freaking changes your perspective and you change yourself. Yep. So what really made me, the, uh, um, what made it clear that it was definitely accountability, I had this lady, t- I told that story to this lady and she said, yeah, everyone's different. And I'm like, holy shit, another one. I'm like, no, it always starts with a decision. Everyone, I got better decision. It's like, yeah, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Dude, she was so pissed. She left. And I was like, that's so odd. I didn't tell her I had the magic pill. I had the, the cure for every depression, anxiety. All I said was like, every single one that got better started day one. Like they made a decision and she just couldn't agree with it. Yeah. And that's when I analyzed and I go, why would you be so angry at that information? And that's when I realized it's like, oh, as soon as you agree with my philosophy was as soon as you have to let go of those excuses. That's right. But you couldn't let go of them. You wanted to hold on. And that's yep. why she's never going to get better. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. So our final questions, they got to be whatever your response is to them. So oh, <laughs> sometimes yeah. they get long, but we got to be... Uh, and, then, and then just because we're going to have to bust out of here, Ricardo, 
yeah. I'm going to hit you later, man, because yeah. I'm still like really interested in a lot of stuff that you're up to. And I want to, I want to hit you, but okay, great. Uh, questions at the end would be sure. first one. We kind of get through the episode, but I like it pointed. Why do you wake up and do what you do every single day versus any other thing that you could possibly do every day? <sighs> Why do I do? Well, I always resort to like, basically goes back to my brand. But there's different purposes, right? It's really the, the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit actually or fulfillment. I want to be fulfilled. Can I be happy right now? Yes. I could totally be happy. love my wife, got my house, dogs, cool. You know. But what wakes me up is like, well, it has to be purpose. It has to be, a, it's not about me. What can I do for my wife today? Yeah. yeah. What can I do for people with my brand today? What can I do for influencers with paid exposure today? What can I do to change the fucking world? So there's different purposes for every single angle. And that's basically what keeps me going. Cool. What would you say uh, along the way? This is difficult, especially off of what conversation we've said, but say you had something that you obviously you get a lesson from, you see value in the lesson, but like, Mm -hmm. you're like, Hey, this is the worst thing that I did along, along the way or the biggest mistake or the Mm -hmm. thing that I didn't like along the way, like five years ago, me don't do this thing. What would it be? Like a regret, basically? I guess. Just something that you'd say, like, if you could learn the lesson from this, like this thing wasn't... Oh, like what big lesson I learned from a mistake or something? I guess. Don't do this thing. Five years ago, you don't do this. Oh, what I would tell me, like, dude. (laughs) You're like, yo, I learned an amazing lesson from this. Like, hear me, but like really hear me. Yeah. But don't do this thing. That sucked. Not good. Wow. Let's see. That's that's interesting. What would I do? I think I was hmm, what would I not do? I mean, the biggest thing that always gets to me, uh, it's not more what I didn't do, don't do it, but it's more like, dude, you gotta do this, you know? And it was really like to continue my education into whatever I was into rather than thinking it's too late. Mm. If I had started Learning about web development when I was when I couldn't do it, I would have been creating my startups like with ease today, like with right. ease. Every single thing that I'm doing now, uh, from my websites to, to everything, I would have been so easy. But I didn't because I said, "Well, it's too late now. I, I, that's four years of college, man. Like, there's the answer to that." Like, why didn't you use it? And then I even got started and then like uh, taking classes for coding and stuff like that. And then I would stop thinking like, dude, I'm too busy now. I'll just do this and I'll hire people. And I did it. So yeah. Word. So that might have even answered the next question, dude, because sometimes they're separate, but like, what would be the best thing, the best thing that you did along the way where you're like 10 out of 10, do this thing. This is the best thing I've ever done. The best thing the best thing I think was just persevering with the brand. My f- fucking best friends when I started it said, don't do it. Hmm. Like, oh yeah. When I changed the name, dude, I'm going to, it's going to be like, fuck it. Like, you know, this, that. They said, don't do it. Hmm. So that's one of the biggest things. like the perseverance because everything that I am today, even the, how I got my wife, so I've actually known her since fifth grade. She was my crush, all that stuff. Got her. and. All because of the mindset that I achieved because of analyzing the brand, why we said, fuck it. Everything sent from there. I didn't even do it. People said like, oh, it's because you lost your brother. I'm like, no, that happens to be an experience that helped me. 
to talk to people and what I learned, but that's not why I did it. Right. You know, I'm helping people now. That's my, you know, it's not about the past. It's like, how, what can I do for people now? But it was that that really helped me. That's the importance of a mission statement. And then I realized maybe later on, it just happened to make sense for me. I really embodied the mission so much that it became my personal mission as well. And that basically can go into so many different things, right? So that really helped me. It helped guide my life to where I want to be, like everything that I know today and how I'm accomplishing different things or even struggling through different things. And it's because of the brand. So, Okay. What would you say your superpower is? Like, what is the best possible thing that you have as your ability as a person? Strongest. My strongest. Hmm. Ricardo's superpower. Yeah. What is my superpower? <laughs> well, man, superpower. You know what? I know. I, I don't mess around with these questions, man. I'm not yeah. messing around at all. Holy <laughs> crap. Man. I have you all stuck. And I'm like, that's why you're saying like, it might take a little longer. <laughs> this is so, some real shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's awesome because it's making me stop and really try to go like, okay, what is it? Um, you know, it, it always goes back to, I think it's the whole inspiration thing. People always tend to say like, oh, you're always such in a good mood. I'm like, dude, I'm not. I don't know how but people seem to perceive me that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just my inspirational way. Since I was a kid, like, I mean, I'm talking like kindergarten, like not kindergarten, but like elementary school, people always said like, dude, you smile a lot. <laughs> you know, like, So I guess it's just that I'm just like, I, I think that's my superpower. Um, I'm just charming, inspirational, things like that. And I think I'm always just trying to look at the good things in people all the time, you know? So I think that's yeah. mine. It makes a difference, man. When you're like that person in a line or you're that person in a grocery store, that person in the whatever, getting your car fixed, like just having that outbound glow, that changes shit because it puts people in a better mood, makes people take different actions. Like those little things changes a lot of shit. So it's really important. Yeah. And it's it's funny because then their response, when they do tell me things like that, that motivates me now, you know? That's what yeah. inspires me to even go further, you know, hundred percent comes back. What would you say some resources are that you'd recommend could be favorite book, video, YouTube video, podcast, like what, what's some, some resources you'd recommend the audience can be based off of anything that you do at all. Yep. So number one, uh, this is recent that I just saw this personality isn't permanent is hmm almost encapsulates everything, most of the things that I talk about. There's some things he didn't mention that I purpose, all that he didn't mention any of that, but it's that mindset of not knowing who you are and thinking that this, whatever person you are is the final product, that this is your identity. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, What he's basically saying is like, you could be whoever the hell you want. Um, You just have to choose to, you have to see that future version of yourself. And mm. all your actions will just tend to follow to become that person. But without that guide, you're always going to, you're not going to know, but it goes obviously much deeper into that. So that's number one. Number two is mind over medicine. That shit will wake you up about your, how your mindset can really affect your body and it has nothing to do with motivation. It is not a motivational book. All it is, is telling you, dude, the reason you have so many aches and pains and diseases and all this stuff 
uh, how much your mindset can really affect you. For example, I don't know if you remember in February when COVID hit, people were dying like this. Now they're not so much, they're getting sicker, but not really dying. And I think it's because back then when you got COVID, supposedly you die and everyone was. And there's, she goes through these crazy just evidence that she's seen. And people, for people that don't believe this, then you better tell doctors not to believe in the placebo effect. But people don't also don't understand the power of nocebo effect. When people are telling you you're going to die because you have cancer, you actually do die at the set amount. And she talks about all these, like how some one guy, um, there was this one guy with multiple personalities. One personality had allergies to orange juice and would literally have skin issues. And as soon as that personality gone, it disappears. That's how much our mind actually has control over our body. And so with people that feel depressed and this, like, dude, you have to understand how your physiological like body like is being affected by your mindset and how much is connected. And that's what really proved it to me that I'm like, dude, chemical imbalance is a result or an effect, not the cause. So those right. two books are huge. Awesome. So people out there, that'll be on the show notes of this. Last one, because we got a roll, is yeah. going to be where do people keep up with you, man? Where do people go to check out <laughs> it so and, uh, and you and everything? I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, the clothing line, obviously, fukit.com, F-U-K-I-T-T.com, uh, the nonprofit, startday1.org. And, you know, you know, my startup, paidexposure.com. But uh, I pretty much get everything there. and you Or you could at least grab my information from those. So Cool. Awesome. So Ricardo, I'm going to hit you up after because I have other things that yep. <laughs> I want to know about those other things that you're up to because I'm, I'm just yeah. interested on a personal level past. Yeah, talk awesome. On. Totally. And um, everyone out there, people who've been hanging out on Instagram, people who've been hanging out on Facebook, thank you guys for watching and listening to the show. If you want to watch it or listen to it as a, as a full episode, if you popped in or something, wakingupfromwork.com, wakingupfromwork podcast will be out on a full podcast Tuesday. 6 a.m. in a couple weeks from now. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Ricardo, thank you for hanging and jamming with me. Yeah, definitely. The last time that we talk, man, I'm like, I'm still like really jetted right now. Yeah, so. yeah. Awesome, man. No, it was sick. It was All great. Right. It was a pleasure. My man. Mm-hmm.